Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich or Miss, episode 230. Hey, my riches, I'm Hayut, and it's great to be here. My guest today, Karl Meyer, said, The team is how you make the work. Any one player can only go so far. But as a team, you can go much further. I'm not talking about working in teams often. I guess it's because most of our listeners are entrepreneurs in their early stages. However, finding the right team and managing people the right way is the only way to really grow. For many entrepreneurs, making the shift from being a startup with two founders to managing a group of talented experts is not easy. Sometimes you can start working with outsourcing services. However, eventually you will need your own successful growing team. Karl Meyer talks about it in his interview. Let's learn about him and listen to my interview with Karl. Karl Meyer founded Abundant to help internal and external business advisors be even more effective in helping their clients to grow and succeed. Abundant is the third software company Carl has co-founded. In his various roles over the past three decades, he has been part of the leadership team in six established companies which have at least doubled sales in two years. Leveraging his successes, Carl developed the abundant framework and led the development of the practical management tools in the abundant tools app. These online SaaS software as a service tools build the management structure for companies to grow and succeed. Carl Meyer, what a great pleasure to have you here. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure to have you. I just shared with our listeners what you've done until now, and I would like you to share with us what are you doing and most passionate about today, and where are you heading? I love those questions. So right now, I'm working to help making coaching better and using technology tools to do that. And I see a lot of opportunity to help other entrepreneurs, other business people, who can take advantage of coaching even more effectively by the, the tools we have. Where are you heading? What are you planning for the future? Excellent question. I like that question. So where I'm working right now is working on tools to help coaches and business advisors be even better. And I see the, the path forward is adding even more tools and technology to improve coaching and make it more of a 24 by 7 type of experience for for people, uh, business people. 
It means you are mainly working with coaches or you are mainly coaching people? We are working with business advisors, business coaches, service providers that are working with businesses and giving them tools to better do their job. And it could be an internal coach or advisor, but many of them are external coaches and advisors. And so, yes, our goal is to give them the tools to do their job even better. Sounds great. And how did it start? I already know that you have a marvelous story to tell us. So I'm really curious to hear how did it all start and what was your career path? Great. So many, many years ago, when I was uh, 10 years old, my parents came to my sister and I one day and asked us if, if we wanted to go to Disney World. And of course, we were very excited. When do we leave? And the day came to leave and we're going to uh, drive to the airport. And I'm the curious kid, so I'm saying, well, what airline are we flying? And come to find out that we're flying on a private jet. Wow. Like, oh, my gosh, a private jet. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we, we're driving in an Oldsmobile. What are you talking about? Uh, and so, come, again, the story goes, uh, my, my grandfather had done a favor for this gentleman many years ago, lent him some money to start his first business. And this gentleman had been very successful, started a, uh, a dairy store, and eventually it became, you know, went on to be a chain, and then it went into banking and finance and many other things. And he eventually became one of the 300 wealthiest men in the United States. Wow. And so this was his way of sending my grandparents and all of his grandchildren on a trip down to Disney World. Wow. And so, What's a nice way to say thank you? <laughs> quite the thank you, quite the thank you. But I'm, you know, quite the thank you. As the curious kid, I couldn't just say, "Wow, that's great, let's go." I had to say, "Well, wait. If we lent, if Grandpa lent the money, why don't we have the jet?" And after several of these questions, my parents eventually said, "You know, we're on we're on vacation. You go play with your cousins and leave us alone." <laughs> But I was fascinated. Why does, you know, my grandfather, he was successful, but not anywhere near the, the level of this other gentleman. So I was like, well, why does one business grow and another not? And, you know, what happens? Why, why is that the case? And so gradually I started uh, reading the Wall Street Journal, reading economics, um, you know, went to university and studied uh, economics, got my MBA went into consulting, and uh, over the years, I've been involved with information systems, computer systems, I've, I've done finance, accounting, uh, done processes, many different things. And so over the uh, you know, decades, I've, I've kind of put together you know, what I see is you know, the keys to growing companies. And, and to me, the most fundamental is people. So that's uh, a little bit about my journey. So I hope that's hmm. uh, one you're thinking. So actually, first you built any uh, businesses of your of yourself, or you started to coach people in the beginning of your career. Well, 
Early in my career, um, I was part of a large consulting organization, so I was part of a team doing projects. Uh, and so I wasn't doing a lot of coaching at, at that point. Okay. But in the course of working with these companies and, you know, trying, you know, learning about different aspects and I've been through early in my career, I was part of a team we grew from 23 people to over 350 people Wow! in about 30 months. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Amazing, yeah. And, you know, so that was my first personal experience with rapid growth and learned a lot about, um, you know, building teams and growing organizations and building the processes so they don't fall apart when you're going through that. So that was an adventure. And it's interesting because you kept this work for over the years until today. Yeah, yeah. So I've, you know, been through that experience and then went on and been part of mergers and acquisitions, both on the buy side and on the sell side. I've started two software companies um, some years ago, and one of them was during the dot-com and it blew up. Another one uh, grew uh, to a certain point, but uh, ended up selling my part of that and moving on. So quite a variety of things over the years. You are an entrepreneur yourself, and we are talking to entrepreneurs. And I want to ask you, what would be your best advice to any entrepreneur that listens to us right now regarding their customer focus or anything that has to do with their customer approach? Mm -hmm. Right. The, uh, the customer is critical. One of my mentors said many years ago that you know, nothing happens until you sell something. So obviously, <laughs> that starts with the customer. So um, yes, you know, I think one of the kind of entrepreneurial teachings these days is go interview a hundred potential customers, and you know, I, th I think that assumes kind of a retail approach. But I think the principle stands of talk to a number of different potential customers and really understand what their problem is and can you solve it in a way that. And they're willing to pay for. So, you know, that's that's the most fundamental part of starting a business in my mind. So. If I would ask you what is your best advice, mm -hmm. not only about customers, but to any entrepreneurs that uh, is out there right now fighting for their success? Right. Well, early on, you know, the, uh, <laughs> the drill is, you know, sell something, deliver it and collect the money and then repeat. So <laughs> that's a pretty straightforward process and that's fantastic, gets you up to a certain level. But what I found is that once you've grown to a certain point, it transforms from just sell, deliver, collect the money to building a team. And now it all of a sudden people are how you deliver everything. You can't keep growing and do everything yourself. And that's a real fundamental transformation. And some, you know, some companies, some entrepreneurs are comfortable with that. Others are, are more comfortable saying, I want to be hands-on. And, you know, that works for them. But know, you know, where you stand in that. Do you want to keep doing it yourself 
hands-on all the pieces, but that limits your growth? Or are you willing to transform and delegate duties to other people to grow the company? So that's, I think, a very fundamental choice. And that's one I would encourage people to reflect on and decide which way they really want to go. You mentioned teams before. Teams are a crucial factor in business success according to the way you see things? Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, you know, if you've just got a handful of people, you know, the team concept is less important. But if you're going to keep growing, you know, the companies that uh, I've been involved with, you know, when we've got 25 or 50 or 100 people, the coordination and communication are just critical. And, right. you know, you're watching, you know, the Olympics, uh, football, you know, soccer in the U.S., right now <laughs> you know it's it's all yes i do <laughs> good yes so uh, i enjoy that so yeah um the team is how you make it work you know any one player can only go so far but as a team you can go much further and that's true in business too you know it's it's complicated out there you know you're competing against organizations that can offer wide range of services they know their product very well they know their customers and you have to perform better than they do in order to consistently beat them so building a team um, building the trust it's it's just like in a family you, know, you need communication to succeed mm. you've got successes and we'll talk about this in a minute But I want to ask you to tell us about your most critical, your biggest failure with customers, the one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most or almost the most. Right. I would say that my first software startup was during the dot-com boom, and everybody said, hey, technology is going to solve all the problems. And um, I think I, I got sucked into that. And I really didn't understand my customers. It was a uh, B2B marketplace for industrial products. And I really didn't understand, um, you know, I, I was ignoring how the products were actually bought and sold. And in the end, the, uh, the company failed because of that. So that's a lesson. You know, we remember our failures better than our, our wins, I think. And that was one that's definitely stuck with me. Hmm. Now I would like you to tell us the story of your greatest, most significant success as a result of the right customer focus or something that you did right about approaching your customers. Right. So that would be, uh, we had a, a service company. We were in the health safety industry. I was part of the, uh, the C-suite management team, and yeah. we really did build a team. You know, there was... great communication connection people respected each other and they worked hard and we were able to really understand what our customers problem was in this case it was um, they had people working in the, the tropical areas high-value people that were getting malaria and getting sick and oh. yeah so you know very uh, serious things You know, illness for these people and we were able to come in and cut their malaria rate in half the first year and in half again wow. the second year and you know so we 
clearly we're solving their problem. And because we were able to come in and solve a problem, do it you know, effectively, we were able to uh, grow the company. We grew it in four years by a factor of seven. So we grew it from you know one up to seven in four years in sales. Amazing. Yeah. And so, yeah, and that was, it was really all about, you know, understanding the customer, understanding their problem, and then you know, bringing a solution to their problem. What a great uh, feeling it is, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Not only did the company succeed, but you really helped people or even saved their life. So, sounds terrific. Yes. Yes, and the customer definitely appreciated it. It was very rewarding in that sense. Hmm. Uh, can you recommend the best or most effective technological or digital tool that's related to customer focus, marketing, or sales? However, I'm not looking for the last shiniest tool in the endless list. I'm looking for something that really works for you and might help other entrepreneurs as well. Right. Right. That's a good question. Right now, I think what I've found is reaching out to people that technology has become so critical for so many businesses. You know, obviously a personal relationship is very important, but it's important to use technology to build that relationship. And so there's uh, tools, the social media has become so important for you know, making those connections For us, you know, LinkedIn itself has been an extremely great tool for, you know, identifying people that, you know, we can begin to build a relationship with and get to know. LinkedIn is a fantastic tool and a bit underestimated. I mean, all entrepreneurs will have a LinkedIn profile, but I don't think all of them are really using that. I don't think all of them are aware of the strength of LinkedIn. In terms of real connections and uh, I love you saying that so much because it's really became to be so meaningful today I agree I agree and and it can be misused and I think for some people they see it being you know misused you know that it's not used to build relationship that it's used as a spam tool and so I, I think it's easy to say, oh, because I've seen you know somebody use it for spam, I don't want to use it. Whereas it's still very, you know, very possible and I think even more common to use it to make relationships instead of just spamming people. We go on LinkedIn for business and in you know all our businesses we have we have challenges, we have problems we want to solve. So if somebody's actually solving a real problem, then I think most people are going to you know, listen to what the, the opportunity is. Right. There are many factors that affect one's success. However, I do believe that for each of us, there is one factor that really makes it for us, really helps us succeed. And I want to ask you, what is your one key success factor? Well, if I had to pick one thing, I would say it's just not quitting. You know? <laughs> you know, we all face our challenges and uh, it's it's so easy to give up. I've seen other people you know, with so much potential just stop trying. You know, if you uh, it's not how many times you get knocked down, it's how many times you get up. Right. <laughs> Love that. 
And uh, if I would allow you another factor? Well, for me personally, I would say, you know, it's a diversity. It's not a single expertise. You know, I'm not the world's best, you know, programmer or, um, you know, CPA. But, yeah. you know, I have a wide breadth of skills, a broad perspective. And I think that is what serves me very well in you know, the work that I've been doing. Mm, love that. And my final question before asking you what is the best way to connect with you. Mm-hmm. My final question is my mountain question. And as my listeners already know, I've been imagining this journey of entrepreneurship as climbing a mountain. Step after step after step. And then when you reach the peak, usually you want to climb a higher peak. And sometimes you need to go down in order to climb the peak, to reach the peak. And at some point, I started to ask my guests, and that's what I'm asking you, whether you ever climbed the mountain or wished to climb a mountain, or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? <laughs> I like that question. Well, first, I, I really do enjoy mountains. If you said, do you want to go to the beach or do you want to go to the mountains? I would definitely pick the mountains. Wow. Uh, yeah, this summer I was fortunate enough to... Uh, be up in Boulder and Rocky Mountain National Park and do a little hiking there. So uh, that's my real mountain story there. Uh, of course, I, I live in Houston, which is uh, it's almost at sea level. So <laughs> when I go up to the Rockies, it, it takes a while for me to get my breath. <laughs> um, but kind of more metaphorically, you know, I, I feel like I've been you know, up a few mountains and, and come down a few as well, and hopefully I've got a few more to climb. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mentioned a couple of uh, situations where we, you know, had companies that grew rapidly and proud to have climbed those mountains. I've also, you know, I think I mentioned uh, at least one uh, situation where the company did not work out. And, you know, that was a, a tough situation to uh, fall down that mountain and then, you know, pick oneself up and keep going. At this point, you know, with uh, Abundant as my current company, we're we're trying to climb one mountain, you know, a small mountain right now to uh, get this first technology in place. And we see some other mountains beyond that to uh, implement our further technologies even further. Hmm. So you have a lot of mountains to climb, isn't it? <laughs> That's the plan. That's the plan. plan. Sounds good. Tal, what is the best way to connect with you for any of our listeners that would like to be in touch? Right. A couple of ways. One would be to visit our website at www.abundant.com. That's like a hamburger bun in a fox's den. It's abundant. And, of course, uh, you can uh, click on the, the links in this in the description for um, my LinkedIn profile and connect with me on LinkedIn as well. That's great. And we'll have these links in the show notes of this interview. I want to thank you so much for coming today and for sharing with us your thoughts and ideas and your successes as well as your failure. It has been a pleasure. Well, thank you so much. It's been my pleasure as well. So take care and bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this.
you either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.